sex crazed um, many times. But um, do people, is it is it fair for people to look at photos of, you know, models and they may be this, they may be playing this hypersexualized character or they may be in a, I guess, quote unquote, sexual position. Um, would it, is it a fair assessment for people to make and say, okay, well, you know, that person is just really, the model is just really horny or is that just in the mind? Is that in the eye of the beholder? It's in the eye of the beholder. Okay. 100%. Uh, but I know so many people who are every day, you know, whatever, and they've seen me, you know, nude and having done nude shots and whatnot, and everything that I do, I try to do as tasteful as possible when it comes to nudity, Yeah. which, in fact, lately, I haven't been doing any nudity, and I don't want to anymore, but we'll get into that okay. after this, uh, but, yeah, I, I don't think it's fair to say, you know, oh, well, that person's just horny. There are a lot of people that are. I have tons of friends that, you know, do OnlyFans and are cam girls and blah, 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 and they just, they're like, it's because I love sex. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, you have to understand that what you're putting out is probably what you're going to get back. Yeah. So you can't get mad if somebody's like, you know, DMing you and saying inappropriate stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want that, then, or just ignore them, you know? Don't yes. let them get to you. They're not worth your time. So I don't think it's fair, but... Um, that is the case in a lot of situations. It's happened to me. Yeah. You know, and even even though I'm not specific, you know, specifically trying to convey that, people are just gross sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think I think also that you know if you're putting out specifically only pictures of your butt and boobs, you know, and are, because there are people that are into, you know, BDSM culture. And yeah. There's a lot of people into that. A ton. Oh, I have tons of friends. You yeah. Know? Even for me, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Like I need to get off social media because, you know, not that I'm going to follow them and not support them, but it's just like, it's too much for me mm-hmm. after a while, you know? Um, but you know, and then they and then they wonder why people have judge a, them or yeah, have know. a certain perception. Yeah, and it's like, well, you you know, this is something that you enjoy. Yeah, so good for you, but you're also sharing it for everybody to see, and of course, people are going to have opinion. Yes, that's just human nature. Exactly, you know? and you have to decide whether or not you're going to let that bother you. Now, if they're degrading you that's different, mm-hmm. you know, if they're, um, specifically putting you down and other people down, that's not okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. There's a lot. <laughs> I mean, with, when I, when I was going through my battle with, um, pornography, you know, I was, mm-hmm. you know, porn, see here, what a lot of people often forget about porn is that it's not... It's not, you know, porn just promises you more porn. It doesn't promise you more sex. But when you just look at what you're seeing, it's like, okay, 
these are really, you know, you can often think that these are very sexual people, but they're just yeah. actors and actresses. And it's often like I would find myself um, looking at them and it's just like, wow, like the things that they do is like, oh, my goodness. Well, and that's the thing, too, is so, you know, I'm not particularly fond of porn, uh, but there are a lot of people that are. You know, I have a lot of friends that are into sex work, that are strippers, that, you know, are low-key prostitutes and things like that. And uh, but they're doing it because it's one of the only ways that they can make a living in whatever situation they're in. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of um, sex work out there, especially in the porn industry, they aren't paid enough for what they do. (laughs) And they don't, a lot of, you know, it's, it's getting better, but because nobody cares, you know, because they're like, it's still a taboo thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, nobody's trying to advocate for them other than themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you, you, you see them performing all these acts and, and doing what they're doing, whether it's good or not. Um, and they don't, they really don't get that much back for it. I yeah. guess they're still actresses and actors and they're probably making like an okay amount, but they always have to do something on top of that. It's, it's, it's really, you know, porn, it's, it's, it's really an entire production. It's, it's, it's like a movie or TV show set. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, you'll hear the words cut, do it again. So, you know, start over things like that because it's a full on production uh-huh. and it's, you know, a lot of, you know, enemas involved and STD checking. And there's actually, there's actually quite a lot of, there's a there's a problem in the porn industry they're, with S, with curable STIs. Yeah, they're putting their bodies through hell. It's crazy to think about. I mean, you know, and it's something that's not respected. Which I mean, that's it's understandable, but at the same time, it's like this is their job. At the end of the day, you know, they, it's what they do. Maybe they have tried, you know, every other option, and it wasn't good enough, or they couldn't find anything. For example, I I've been jobless for like an entire year I've had here and there you know hits here and there but I've been jobless for an entire year and it's hard now would I subjectify myself to doing that no because that's just not who I am and I'm Mm -hmm. uncomfortable with that but Mm -hmm. some people do you know and some people are like hey I can do this and there are acting you know there are auditions for things believe it or not and Oh yeah, it's a whole so, it's a whole thing that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, or even know exists. In it. And I, my aunt, you know, she went to UCLA to be a uh, to study film and mm-hmm. to become a film director. Well, yeah. after graduation, you know, everybody's clapping and cheering for everybody's degrees and accomplishments, and then out of the blue, you know, and I'm sitting there with my family. There's a girl who is going into the porn industry, you know, she had received her diploma for, or her bachelor's or whatever for pornograph- pornographic film or whatever. Yeah. And the whole auditorium was silent. And really? my mom kind of like, you know, and, and my mom, she's my mom. I mean, we don't have to get into that, but you know, she kind of like scoffed and was like, Oh, and I was like, 
looked at her and I was like, that's rude. You know, she went to school for this. Like, she put hard, you know, hard work into it. And maybe you don't agree with it, but that's her passion. That's where mm-hmm. she thinks that she can excel. So, should you know, it's, it's just things like that where it's still very taboo and um, not taken seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really... It's really just a crazy, you know, it is, as you were talking about, it is really taboo. Mm -hmm. And it's just incredible just how, I mean, porn has really been on the rise for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, wow, we really got off on a tangent. Wow. I know. (laughs) Well, we're still talking about hypersexualization, so it's still kind of fixed, but, yeah. But, um, I really... Man, man, this is a really good conversation. But <laughs> we can continue. I mean, okay, I mean, we can get back into it, or we can continue on this tangent. I don't mind. Yeah, let's just let's just let's just stay right here. I mean, you know, I think I think when it comes to, I think in I think especially in America, we live in a very hypersexualized society, which is interesting. It it really is because we have it's it's like you can you can be. People are, you know, really horny and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's like we lit, but it's like people don't want to talk about it. I mean, well, people. Exactly. If you think about it, think about our music. Okay. Today's music yes. is so raunchy. Absolutely. But, you know, I remember being like, I don't know, like six or seven and listening to Justin Timberlake, Sexy Back. Yeah. Or no, I don't remember what it was. Sexy Back and um, hearing the word naked or whatever. Mm-hmm. My mom was like. I just remember my mom, like, turning down the volume really fast when he said that. And I'm like, I know what he says. He says naked, you know? And that was like, oh, my gosh, we can't talk about being naked. We can't talk about, you know, sex. And now we have, you know, Mm -hmm. music videos where people are naked and twerking and stripping and having sex and all this stuff. But at the same time, the idea of sex work and everything is still, like, taboo. And it's like... It's just interesting. It's, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it is. It is really interesting because you know I you know I think about British television, and in British television they have no. I mean, you know they're more liberal than the United States. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They but, don't give any crap. <laughs> but they, you know, when it comes, you will see nudity on regular television, mm-hmm. and here in America, like like that's not something that you will see. Yeah, and I think it's because of the old ideals of our parents and grandparents. You know, it's, it's just something that was always supposed to be secret and mm-hmm. and this and that. And, and today, it's not it's not considered that. Which you know, in some ways, it's kind of disappointing. But at the same time, a movement of progression. Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, do I mean I look at it this way? Because what I don't understand. Is what here in America we eat, we conflate nudity with sex, uh-huh. but it's not. It's just when you're nude, you just don't have any clothes on. Yeah, you're just you're not doing it. You know, think about it. You know, it's the law of motion. Yes, in a sense. you know, like something at rest stays at rest until acted on by an external force. You are just naked. Yeah. You're just naked. Everybody has a body. Everybody has skin. That's what yeah. it is. You know? So what if there's genitalia? Like, yeah. that's, again, Animal Kingdom, 
human reproduction 101, but yeah. there's nothing to be ashamed of that. Exactly. And there's nothing to be ashamed of when it comes to reproduction either. It's just like, do you want to be putting that out there? Is it sacred to you and your partner? Where do you, you know, draw the line with that, I guess? Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really, you know, interesting. I think when, I think people, and I, I, I really, you know, when I'm, as I'm doing this book, I've come across a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. And, you know, one thing that I find to be interesting is that as people are getting more and more open about sexuality, um, what's also happening is that you have people who are getting into more kinks and fetishes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening is like, like you had 50 shades of gray mm-hmm. and that, I mean, the book, the book was actually really interesting when I, when it actually fun fact, when it first came out, um, I, um, I had no idea what it was about. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought it was like the new feminist manifesto. Because I only saw, I only saw girls reading it. I know. And I was, I finally, cause I finally got my hands on the book and I, I read it like really quickly. Yeah. I read, I read in like a day and a half and I was like, okay, so this is really interesting. But after I read that book, I started to think, you know what? I, the reason I think this is so popular amongst women is because I believe that this is what women want. And yeah. Do you think I'm correct? Because what I think is when you have, I think women have this innate desire in general, in general, most, I would say most women, the average woman, you would find that she has this desire to be dominated by a man in the bedroom. And also aside from the 50 shades of gray thing, one thing I found is that when it comes to porn, the number, the top four, you know, categories that women watch is double penetration, gangbang, BDSM, and, you know, just hard, just hardcore porn. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, they blow men out the water in terms of that, in terms of those categories. Mm-hmm. Like that's, those are the number one things that they watch. And women also, interestingly enough, spend more time watching porn than men do. Um, but do you think I'm correct that women have this desire to be, you know, dominated sexually by men? I, in general, I don't think so. Okay. And I, I think it's a, you know, person to person type thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, women are so complicated. <laughs> yes, you are. And, Unbelievably and, complicated. Yeah, we are. and But I think at the end of the day, you know, the natural woman, I hate, okay, that's a terrible term. Scratch that. I didn't say that. Sorry, everybody. But, you know, a hetero woman, mm-hmm. the thing she likes most when it comes to sexual relations mm-hmm. is attention. Yes. Is full attention. And when it comes to that kind of stuff, I think the mentality that she's in while she is aroused and everything mm-hmm. is is that you know 
intense and blah, 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 all his attention is on me. Yes. And what I want and how I feel. And so that's why, you know, and there's a sense of, you know, I think for some women, there's a sense of comfort in that and in, in being dominated and everything because, you know, we are, we like to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. I don't know of any woman who does not like to be taken care of. Oh, baby, let me let me um let me buy you some food. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Any guy buys any girl food, she's gonna love it. Of course. Oh, I'll let you buy food. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy my own food every now and then. Of course, like I'm capable. I'm totally capable of doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But you want to buy me food? Oh, hell yeah. You know, and it's it's that kind of mentality where it's like we want to be taken care of. And we want that full attention. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a combination of the both. And maybe I'm completely wrong, but that's from, you know, my point of view, that's what I understand it to be. That's the only way I can break it down. And, uh, but I don't think every woman is like that. Um, you know, some women are like, no, I want to dominate. I want to be the one that tells you what to do. I want you on your knees. I want you doing this and that, you know? Yeah. And that's fine too. But I, I don't know. Women are complicated and I, uh, I don't think as their innate being that's what they desire. Yeah. I just think it's enjoyable. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's just it feels good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think I think you make a good point because I mean I mean people there. I mean it's really amazing, just the things that people are into and the things that arouse you know individuals. But I find it I find it to be very interesting, and I think giving you know giving the women's perspective. I think that's huge because the guy's perspective, we don't need, you know, for, women need foreplay. Like, you guys require it. Oh, yeah. It's it's a big thing. <laughs> it's like, if a guy doesn't know anything about foreplay, it's like, just leave. Because you're just going to have the worst of times. And it's so. really, and what many, um, what a lot of guys fail to understand, and even even married men, is they struggle to understand that. Cause see us men, we're just ready to go. All all a girl has to do is just literally just yeah. be like, "Do you want just sex?" Walk in and be like, "Yeah, Let's do this." Like we're we are always ready. Mm-hmm. But for women, I mean, you guys, you women, you're just wired a different way. Our, our brains are we're focusing on too many things at once. Yes, we have to narrow it down in order to like be like. Oh yeah, this is happening. <laughs> because otherwise, I'm like, I'm gonna be thinking in the back of my head, oh man, I gotta do those dishes, I gotta finish this report, I gotta, you know, yeah, we're thinking about too many things. Guys are really good at thinking on one task at a time. And that, I mean, that is spot on. I mean, women are unbelievable at multitasking. Mm-hmm. Us men, we suck at it. Like that's why. That's you know, I've had you know, girls sometimes reach out to me and just kind of throughout my life, girls ask me for advice. And they're like, how come, you know, I'm with my boyfriend, but he's playing video games. And it's like, he doesn't want to talk to me. And I'm like, it's because us men, we focus on one thing. Don't like, don't, if I'm doing one thing, don't talk to me. If I'm focused on you, then I will give you exactly what it is that you want. But if I'm already doing something else, let me do that thing. Us men, we are hunters and we are focused on the task at hand. Women can do dishes, vacuum, play with the kids, change the kids, 
do like 10 different things at the same time. At the same time. And us men, we have to focus on one thing. That's why, you know, the top, the top, um, people in the world and whatever they do are usually men because they're good at that one specific thing. Uh But women are just so gifted with the ability to just handle. Trump gets so much crap <laughs> because all he's ever been good at his entire life is just money, financials. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not shitting on him either. I'm not, I don't, I don't care him one way or another. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just funny. It's something I thought about right now. I'm like, hmm, I wonder. But you know, it's it's just really interesting. But you know, guys, the top, like the top chefs in the world are, you know, men. The top hairdressers are men. It's because we find one thing that we're really, really good at. And we do that task to the best of our ability. But women are able... I mean, you you just... You amaze me. I'm just like, how are you able to do all of those things at the same time? And think about all these different things that you have to do. Yeah, that's something that me and my boyfriend have a hard time dealing with is because he's so on one task at a time and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about a million different things and I'm, you know, I'll be washing dishes and at the same time cooking dinner and he's like, stop washing dishes and just cook the dinner. This is why the food is burnt. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, why can't you just eat the food? (laughs) You know, it's like, like, I don't care. It's food. It's sustenance. But I also got to get this thing done because you know, I got to do this in 20 minutes. And if these two things are, aren't done, I, I can't focus. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things. And yeah, I totally get that. It's, it's crazy. I, I amaze myself sometimes because I think back on it and I'm like, how did I, how did I manage all of that all at once? I don't remember. But if I had the chance to do it again, I'd probably do it the same way. And it's just like an instinct thing. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's huge. And I mean, that's why women need foreplay. You ladies need to be relaxed and so that way you guys can just stop thinking about everything else. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. We have to stop thinking. (laughs) Because us men, we can just easily just focus on you. Like we just look at you, you give us that look or you just, you don't have to give us a look. You can just, just kind of stand there and just blink normally. And it's like, yep, we're ready. (laughs) (laughs) And so you, you know, but what women, they need, they just need foreplay. And it's like, if the guy can't do it, if the guy can't understand that, then, you know, he's, he's not going to get what he needs. And she's not, she's not going to get what she needs. Yeah. So this was, wow, what a tangent. I mean, this was, this is an episode by itself. I know. So all that to say, all that to say, do I think that it's fair models are hypersexualized by their photos? I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Alright. Well that was what a what a what a what a ride that was. So I don't even know what was my next question? Oh, okay. My next my next question um is back on the topic of modeling. Um, when it comes to, let me, well, let me, let me just go to the last question because you pretty much, we've pretty much gone over these other topics. We went over misconceptions, you know, how models are in, you know, real life and 
social media. But if some, what advice would you give to someone who wants to be a model? Yeah, um, I would say start early and play with the camera before anything. Okay. Um, because, you know, I, I, that's how I started. And I think it really helped me because it allowed me to figure out my angles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it allowed me to understand the, the camera and what the photographer's doing behind the camera, you know, and, and what makes it difficult or not to shoot a person. Um, learning camera terminology, you know, the lighting here is crappy or uh, there's a shadow on your face from your hand and your pose, so we need to fix it, we need to change it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever the case may be, it's going to help you understand both what the photographer is doing and a little, a little bit and what your job is and what you need to be doing. Yeah. So that's a good way to start. Um, build a portfolio. I haven't even done this. <laughs> so, but I think, um, I, I, you know, I'm going to be doing that with my new stuff, but, uh, building a portfolio and trying new, you know, new things to see where you fit, if you fit in one certain, one certain category. Or two, uh,